Thank you for joining us for this message from Cornerstone Community Church in Lynchburg, Virginia. Here's Pastor Willie Taylor. Of us, grace, charis, grace is given. Now, grace, of course, people define it as undemerit favor, uh, unmerited favor. But I say also that grace really is an enablement. It's the ability to do. When God gives you grace for something, you have the ability for something. You are endowed with some enablement. And so that's why we ask for grace. In any ministry you have, anything you're doing, God, give me grace to be able to, to, to say this. Be able to, give me grace to be able to uh, speak your words today. Give me grace when I go to work. Give me grace. I want to have some ability. I want to have some enablement to accomplish what you have called me to do. Grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. Because each one of us has been given a measure. And Christ's gift, this gift, is a spiritual or supernatural gift. He wants us to give each person, he's given each, each person, the Holy Spirit's given each person, ability according to the measure of the supernatural gift he's given you. So you can't compare yourselves to others because you might not have been given the same measure as somebody else, even though you have the same gift. And that's, 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 that's something that uh, I struggle with and, and, and struggle greatly with when I first started 18 years ago is that I always want to compare myself to somebody else because people always want to compare me to somebody else. You don't people want to compare you to somebody else all the time? Yeah. Well, well God says that don't compare yourselves to yourselves because it's not wise. Because he's given everybody a measure. Let me give you a, a specific example of this. In scripture, in Matthew chapter 25, I believe it is, around about verse 14, he tells us that this owner has some slaves or servants. And this, 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 this master, he was going away, so he gave these servants some of his possessions until he came back. Now, he called these possessions talents, which are money. Okay, so he gave them one. He gave how many? He gave one, two, one, what? Five, one, one. Is that correct? Correct? Five, two, one. And then he went away. But he said, I, I'm going to give it according to their ability. Their dunamis. That's what ability in, in Greek is, is dunamis. They're, 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 they're a power to accomplish. See, he hasn't given everybody the same dunamis for every gift. And you say, well, that's unfair. No, no, it's not unfair. And that's the same thing in our body. Every part of our body has not been given the same function or the same, even though I have two uh, arms, two hands, one arm is a little bit more co coordinated than the other one because somehow I'm right-handed. I don't know why, 
and somehow my wife is left-handed. I don't know how, but we are different. Even though I have two arms, this one, this one, it does more. Right? It can do more than this one. But I need the other arm. I need it. And so what he says is that, look, don't compare this arm with this arm. Don't compare your feet with your hands. Don't compare this part of the body with this part of the body because they've been given different measures to, to each one. So therefore, immediately the one with five went away. He traded and he got five more. The one with two, he immediately went away and, and, and he traded and got, he got two more. And then the one, uh, he immediately went away and he dug a hole and put it in there and hole and said, well, look, uh, I'm not going to mess around because I'm, I'm not going to use this thing. I'm just going to put it in there. And so the master comes back. Long time later on, he comes back and he says, okay, what have you done with what, I, with what I've given you? Oh, master, I, I, I have five more. You gave me five, I got five more. Oh, well done, my good and faithful servant. Right? One that gave two. Oh, I, I, I've traded, I got two more. Well done, my good and faithful servant. The one that has one, he was ready to say, well done, my good and faithful servant. If that one person would have gone away and used that one, he would have said the same thing. See, it doesn't matter whether you have five, whether you have two, whether you have one, whether you have a half, whether you have a quarter, whether you have whatever you have, whatever God's giving you, he expects us to be good stewards of it. But to not use it is a no-no. Okay, it's a no-no. Don't you don't do that. Use what God has given you. And he, of course, that one was thrown into outer darkness, and and it was national TV. That, that it was not good for that servant because he didn't use what God had given him. He was not a good steward. Let's go a little further. Let's turn to um, Classic One today. We're emphasizing the third part of our vision that God has given this house. And I said last time and the time before that, that I believe that our vision is a vision from God. I don't believe that we went away and spent all this time, I think it was about two days, in, out by the airport in this room, uh, the, the leaders and, and some more uh, people that we had there, and we were uh, hashing out this vision. I don't believe he just gave it to us and said, well, hey, uh, you all spent a long time doing this, but you didn't consider me. No, we consider God. I mean, we, 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 we do know that God is the one who gives vision. So we said our vision is to be connected to God, be connected to the body, which we talked about last week, and be connected to a ministry. That's what we're talking about today. Be connected to a ministry. Use what God has given you. First Peter. Let's go there. Chapter 4. Verse 7, it says, the end of all things is near. So the ones who've been given five talents, two talents, one, it is near. We're going to all have to give account. Is that correct? Be of sound judgment and sober spirit for the purpose of prayer. Above all, keep fervent in love for one another because... Love covers a multitude of sins. Be hospitable to one another without complaint. 
as each one has received a special gift. That gift is charisma. You remember I said grace was charis. Okay, the only difference between the spelling of it is that M-A at the end, a suffix M-A. Okay, which is a gift of grace. In other words, God has given a gift of grace. Within this gift is grace. It's automatically in there. When God gives you a gift, it's automatic that he has enabled you to use it. He says, employ it, use it, in other words, in serving one another. That serving is diakonil, which means ministry, serving. It's when you have deacons in, 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 in a church. Deaconesses, uh, they, they are servants, aren't they? They are servants. And that's what he's saying. A, a minister in the scripture is a servant. That's what a minister is. They say, well, you're, you're a minister of the gospel. Yes, I'm a minister of the gospel. I'm a servant of the gospel. All of us are ministers of the gospel. There is not one of us that's born again that's not a minister of the gospel. Not one. Full-time ministers of the gospel because he has given all of us the ministry of reconciliation according to the scripture. So therefore, I, I just happen to be doing it full-time and being paid for it. But we all have to do it full time. I was doing it full time before I got paid for it. I was still doing the same thing I'm doing now, but not as often. Okay? It's very important. Use your gift. It says, serving one another as good, what's that word? Stewards. In the New American Standard says stewards. Stewards. That's what those slaves were, those do losses were, over in Matthew, that he said, I'm leaving you five talents. I'm leaving you over here two talents. I'm leaving you one talent. I want you to be good stewards until I come back. That's what, that's what he was saying. I want you to be good stewards. He requires us to be good stewards of everything. Everything. Doesn't he? Everything. He wants us to be good stewards of our health. We're not talking about health today, but does he want us to be good stewards of our health? Sure he does. Sure he does. He wants to be good stewards of our money that he's given us because we have nothing that he has not given us. Our health, he's given us. Finances, he's given us because he's given us a job. He's given you ability to do something to get some finances. Be good stewards. Of the manifold, it says, the manifold means various, the divers, the many manifold grace of God. That grace, again, is, is enablement. Enablement. His, his favor. He has enabled us. He said, look, each one of you have received a special, a special charisma, and I want you to be good stewards on it. I want you to use it to serve one another, one another, as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. That's what I want you to do. In other words, he says, whoever speaks, 
I want you to do so as one who's speaking the utterances of God. Whoever serves is to do so as one who is serving by the strength that, which God supplies. So that in all things, I don't care what your, what, what your gift is, is um, maybe craftsmanship. Because we have people whose gift is craftsmanship. They don't want to sit behind no computer. They're not interested in computer. They're interested in doing things with their hands. They, they, they're very good with craftsmanship. He says, I want you to be good stewards of that. But I want you to do it serving others, serving one another with the strength that God supplies so that in all things God may be glorified. That's what he said. God wants to be glorified through your gift. And we have some people have two or three or four or five gifts. Some people have one. I don't know. Uh, uh, But regardless, I know he wants us to be good stewards so we can bring glory to him. Through Jesus Christ, to whom belongs the glory and dominion forever and ever. Can everybody say amen? That's how it is. That is part of the vision of Cornerstone. Be connected to God. Be connected to the body. Be connected to a ministry. We call it a ministry rather than be connected to a servant. Be connected to a ministry is the same word. In other words, we want you to be connected in such a way that you are able to serve with your ministry, with your gift. That's what we want you to do. I said, okay. Now, how does that relate to where we have been? Let's go back to, you remember last week we were talking about uh, a gift? We talked about being connected to the body. Let's go back to Ephesians uh, chapter 4, 15 and 16. Let's see how that works in there. You remember that he gave the five-fold ministry or the four-fold ministry depending upon where you put pastors and teachers together for the equipment of the saints, for the works of service. And it says that uh, for the building up of the body. We talked about that. We talked about uh, why he, he wanted us to have the truth. Verse 15. But speaking the truth in love, you remember we talked about that, we are to grow up in all aspects into him who is the head, even Christ. So we said that the only way we're going to grow up is that we speak the truth to one another, and the fivefold minister is supposed to be teaching us the truth so that uh, we can be equipped, so that we can build one another up in love. Now listen to what it says here. Even Christ, verse 16, from whom the whole body, we talked about that last week, being fitted and held together by what every joint supplies, now, let's stop there. And, and you remember we talked about that last week. And we said that that's important, but the subject and the predicate of that, that, that verse there is the body causes the growth of the body. That's what we said. Okay. But now, I want to emphasize how. How does the body cause growth of the body. How does it do that? We know that we grew up in all aspects unto him by speaking the truth. We talked about that last week. I submit to you that when it says from whom the whole body, then it says being 
fitted. We said that was a continuous process. We said that last week. And held together by what every joint supplies, that tells me that every single person in this body, every single person, we are held together, we are fitted by your gift that God has given you. Your ministry that God has given you. Whatever grace he's given you, that supernatural gift, that charisma, whatever he has given you, we are supposed to serve one another, says in First Peter, that God may get the glory because that's how we are, it says, fitted and held together. We can't be fitted and held together unless something holds us together. Our body, our joints hold us together. Basically, if we have, a, we have my, like my leg, I can bend it all like that. But I have a muscle that's connected from this part of my bone to the, this part of my bone, and it helps me to move it. I have ligaments. I have tendons that hold it together. And the only way this lower part of my leg is going to receive any nutrients to, to grow and to, to be doing this work that it's supposed to do is that I'm going to have to receive some nourishment from this other part of his body. God's going to use whatever he gives me to eat. He's going to use that for nourishment to help my body grow. The same way spiritually, spiritually God is going to feed us nourishment, isn't he? And he's going to cause that nourishment if we will serve one another, if we'll be connected to one another. He'll cause that growth to be, and he'll cause us to be fitly joined together. Because that gift that you're using is so important that it's impossible for us, impossible for us to be held together without a gift. It's impossible. It's impossible. It's impossible. You, 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 you try it now. Try it. Try. Uh, let, me, let me see. Can I make a uh, visual? Maybe, maybe, um, Maybe I can have a volunteer. Uh, did you jump up, Sean? I mean, you want, you want to? <laughs> Who wants to volunteer? Anybody want to volunteer? Anybody brave enough to volunteer? Okay, Eddie, thank you, thank you. I'm not going to embarrass you. Come, come on up. Okay, this is Eddie McCann. Somebody say hello to Eddie McCann. Okay, he's a, he's a part of the body. Okay, now, Eddie, I want you to use... You know, this, you can use either right or left. It doesn't matter. Hand, you can put it in either left. Okay. Now, uh, I don't want you to use this part of your hand. don't want you to use any part of your hand except what is from here down. And I want you to open this. You can't use anything but the other hand. No, you can't use me. <laughs> can't use me. Because you, no, you can't use nothing but your hand. You can't do it, right? Okay. No, none of us can do it. Give Ed a hand. Give us a hand. None of us can do it. None of us can do it because we need the other parts, don't we? 
Now suppose I said, okay, Eddie, you can use the upper part. He still couldn't do anything with it because we are dependent upon the other members. Now if, he, if, I, if I said you can use your foot, well, we can put, put, out, put it on our foot and then twist it off. We can put it on the heel and, and try to push it off, put it off. But it's hard. It is hard to do anything without another part of the body. You, you can't be jointly fitted together. God can't nourish and move in us if we're not using your gifts. Do you know how, how, how sad it would be if, let's say on a Sunday service, we had no PowerPoint, we had no uh, sound system, no microphones, nobody that could sing, nobody that could teach, nobody that can play instrument, nobody that can read. We had nobody to do anything. And we come. What will we do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need each other. We need each other. And, and all I had to do was, I, I said, well, look, I, this is what I do. Because some people think, I don't need anybody. What, what we do, I could come here and, on, let's say, on a Monday, nobody's going to be here but me. And I said, I'm going I'm to I'm preach a good message, boy. They're they going to be good. Who in the world needs a, 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 a preacher without anybody to hear anything? Right? Nobody needs anything. But I'm going to tell you, I need to hear good music. Wouldn't it be sad if we came and we hear, hear I mean, it was terrible voices. They couldn't even keep a, they couldn't even keep a tune. That would be terrible, wouldn't it? Nobody's going to get, nobody's going nobody's to get built up, right? But thank God he has graced some people with voices. And though some people, we have about, we had 10 up there today, uh, 11 ones not here today, but we, they have all, diff- all of them can sing, but they have different voices, don't they? And, but they all work in harmony. What does that do? That ushers us in the presence of God. That, that kind of way. Man, it's so joyful. Jesus said, I will, you know, I will praise them in the midst of the congregation. I'll praise you, Lord, in the midst of the congregation. So Jesus is going to praise the Father in the midst of the congregation. In the midst of us, he's praising God, the Father. It puts us in a, in, in a praise mood, man. I tell you, good music is good. But it would be not a good thing. If after that happened, we went home. You got to have somebody to bring some nourishment, some truth. Five-fold ministry. We need each other. We have, have somebody to serve. Otherwise, if we had no servants, by the time uh, we've been here five years, so five years, nobody cleaned the bathroom. Nobody. Uh, what? And then you said, well, we need, don't we need each other? He has gifted some people to serve in, 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 in those areas. They just love to help out. And I love it when people come to Cornerstone and they say, what can I do to help? What do you need? What do you need done? I'll help you do anything you have needed. Just let me know. 
Well, that's good and, and, and dandy, but what we want to find out is what's your, what's, what's your gift? Because I might like to sing. Really? Yeah. I, 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 you know, some people really like to do things, don't they? But they can't do it well. But they like, like to do it. Nobody's going to get blessed because God hasn't given them that gift. Right? So we have to, sometimes, if people are going to try out for the worship team, uh, we have to, we, you go through a process, and uh, if you can't play or you can't sing in such a manner that's going to bring grace so that God will get the glory, we'll say, look, uh, that's really good. I, I see that you're really enthusiastic and passionate about that, but let's do this. Let's find out another, another area that maybe you can serve in. And it's not something putting anybody down. It's something to put them in the right place. Because if everybody's out of, out of, out of, out of place, we're not going to be jointly fitted together. It, it wouldn't it be sad if, if, my, if my feet were in, were in the place of my hands, my hands in the place of my feet. That would be sad. How many people can walk on their hands long enough to get where you're supposed to go? None of us can. We have to be in the right place. Very important. Very important. So when God says that in, in, in this chapter 16, that from whom the whole body being fitted and held together by what every, by, by, that tells me, being fitted and held together by, how are we fitted and held together? By, by what? What every joint supplies. What do you supply? What do you supply? We can't be jointly fitted together unless you, you, all of us supply something. We all have to bring something to the table. Right? He says, according to the proper working, the proper is like we get the, it's a Greek word that if you look at it, it's a, it you automatically say, oh, that's, that's our English word, energy. That's, that's, that's right. Energia. That's what it is, energy. According to the energia working of every, every, not just some, every individual part. He wants to be, God has given us energy. Do you know that your gift, you have the energy for it? You have the passion for it. Some things I don't have a passion for. I don't have the energy for it. Don't have a desire for it. Because God hasn't gifted me for that. He has only gifted me to do what he's gifted me to do. Now, can I take out the trash at home? Yes. Can I wash the dishes at home? Yes, I can put them in the dishwasher. Can I cook something? <laughs> can I cook something? Absolutely. I cook what I learn to cook what I like. You know, breakfast. I don't, I don't cook nothing else because I don't like anything. I like breakfast. I eat breakfast at 2 o'clock in the day. I eat breakfast at night. Breakfast food. I love breakfast. So I know how to cook grits and eggs and sauce and bacon. I know how to cook, I know how to cook some breakfast. Now. I know how to cook some breakfast. But I'm not a cook. 
If I had to cook for you, you would not, you would not pr- appreciate it. <laughs> and you're not going to glorify God because I don't have the grace to do it. Nor do I have the desire to do it. I don't want to spend no time. When I was unmarried, my first year here, Minerva was um, still in college. She was finished her senior year, and I, I was one year above her. And so I came here to teach, and she finished her senior year. Then we got married this summer after she graduated. I was here. I ate TV dinners, banana sandwiches. Come on. Y'all know what I'm talking about, you know, who are single. Who in the world going to cook for one person? I go out to eat. Oh, no, I'm not, you know. If that would have kept up, I would have been a sad sack by now. <laughs> right? I really would have. I, I might have been dead eating banana sandwiches all the time, you know. But, but what I'm saying is that I don't have the gift and the desire to do that. But to help somebody, I have that desire. I have the desire to help somebody. To help somebody achieve a goal. To get from where they are to where, uh, where, where, where they want, want to be. I did it in sports uh, when I was coaching. And when God saved my soul, then I wanted to teach the word of God. Immediately, immediately, he gave me the desire to learn the Bible because I wanted to teach. And I only wanted to study and learn, not to teach from a pulpit. Not, I had no desire to do that. only thing I had the desire to be, how can I help somebody who is just like me who didn't know anything? And that's who I, who, who I work with people one-on-one, two-on-two. I work with people all the time like that. And I'm still doing that. Still doing that. And the only time that I didn't do that is the pastor told me, my pastor told me, he said, I don't want the elders, I don't want them doing no life group. You know, you, you, you be a coach of the, of the people, let the people do the work. And I was so sad. I was so, uh, it was like I had no use in the body because I couldn't help anybody in that way. I could clean up. I can do things like that. So I said, okay, I couldn't have a home group because I always had a, I always had a life group because I want to teach somebody. And, and so when he said I couldn't, I said, okay, no problem. I'm not going to rebel. And then I asked, can I, can I go out and, and, and maybe get somebody who's not in the church and disciple them? He said, yeah, you can do that. I mean, that's scripture, isn't it? Just let go out. So I did that. I did that. We had a person who came to church one time. And uh, he visited, and I said, hey, um, how you doing, man? It's fine. Hey, maybe sometime we'll get together and go through the Word. Okay, fine. You know? And so I used to travel out to, I don't know where, the, out the Rustburg area, out there where the Mennonites, you know where the Mennonites are? Out 501, out, out by, down 501 South. Uh, I got a Mennonite community, and I started teaching them the Word of God. Yeah. I said, man. That, and I was a happy camper again. Because I was teaching somebody. You're not going to be happy if you're not uh, operating in your gift. And if you are, you're deceived. Because if God has graced you, you don't want me standing up here and say, hey, don't use your gift. Just, uh, just come and absorb somebody else's gift and go home. You don't want me saying that. Because then you'll be like that person who's given the one talent. What do you do with it? 
He buried it. He buried it. And what happened to him in the end when the master came back? You wicked, lazy servant. He called him lazy in the New American Standard. I don't want to be, I don't want to have, I want to say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Not right? We all want that, right? So you want me to encourage you to do what? Use your gift. Use your gift. Let's find out what that gift is. Let's use that gift. And some people have more than one gift, don't they? A lot of people, most people have more than one gift. I have more than one gift. Okay. And so uh, I, I operate in both of them. And you can operate in both of them. Okay? Now, do I do things that, that I'm not gifted to do? Absolutely. I have to. I have to. Because it needs to be done. Right? It needs to be done. So you need to be able to do something that's not your gift also. Because of what? It needs to be done. If everybody in here just operated on your passion, things will not get done. The same way in your house. If everybody did what was their passion, it wouldn't be done, it wouldn't get done in the house. Because I'll be I'll be reading and studying, Manero will be praying and giving, and I'll be uh, encouraging cat and and nothing will get done. Because one of my spiritual gifts is encouragement. And <laughs> and and nothing will get done. No, no food will be cooked. No dishes uh, put in the dishwasher. Yeah, nothing would be done. Now, is, should it be that way in a house? No. Should it be that way in God's house? No. We all need to be doing more than one thing. Not only our gift, but now, if you're not operating your gift, then we're in sin. Because we'll, we are not doing what God has commanded. Okay? Let's go to Romans and end there. I just want to touch in Romans 12 when it says in verse 3, For through the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to just one of you, every one of you, not to think more highly of himself than he ought to think, but to think so as to have a sound judgment as God has allotted to each a measure of faith. Now, he's saying the same thing. It's just a, it's just a different uh, epistle. He's saying that you have been allotted, each of you, a measure of faith. Don't get upset and don't think yourself more highly than you ought. Let's say uh, if, if Stella starts thinking herself more highly than she ought because maybe she is has a singing voice that somebody else doesn't have. So she said, well, hey, look, I need to, look, I'm the better singer. Why don't I lead all the songs? Because after all, I can sing better than you all. Right? Don't think of yourself more highly than you all. If I'm standing up here teaching, don't, I shouldn't think of myself more highly than I ought, thinking that the sun rise and fall on me. No, it's no use at all for me without you. Right? So uh, I'm, just a, I'm just a servant just like you. And, and before I, I was standing up here doing this 
servanthood. I was sitting there absorbing somebody else up here teaching for years. For years. I've only been doing this for 18 years. I've been in this church for 30 some years. So I sat out there longer than I said I've been standing up here. God raises up one and puts one down. He does whatever he wants to do. I didn't ask for this. I wanted to be one of the greatest coaches, Christian coaches in Lynchburg and in Virginia. I didn't ask for pastor in the body. I was doing fine. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I thought. <laughs> but you know what he did to the one who had the one talent? He took it from him and gave it to the one who had what? Even if, the, if God didn't call me to do this, he called me to do something else. And he, 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 he finds a willing vessel. He said, well, this is, this, uh, this, this, this. man, I like that, Dietrich. You, you are, man, you're doing something. Hey, let's take this from what you got over here, and I'm going to give it to Dietrich because you won't use what you got. So now Dietrich, and, and now God gives her what? Grace for her to be able to do it, doesn't he? Yeah. So don't think now. God can't change you to be doing, doing something else because all he has to do is grace you. All he has to do is grace you. You have the passion. You have the enablement. You have everything. And so don't think yourself more highly than you ought and think, well, I don't have to use mine and nobody's going to get it. Well, well, well. <laughs> we already have the scripture that tells you that that's not true. The five-person had a fire time. He was not supposed to get the one that had the one. Otherwise, God would have given it to him in the first place. Isn't God good? Amen. Next week, uh, maybe, I don't know what I'm going to do today. Sure. I know that we have another part of the vision to go, which is to be connected to the world. Be connected to God, to the body, to a ministry, and to the world. But, I don't know whether I'm finished with the gifts or not because I believe a lot of people don't know their gifts. I think a lot of people don't know their passion. How are we going to do that? We know we have to have it. We know you got to use it, but what is it? How do you find out? Give me some example of people who are using this thing. So that's what we want to do. Maybe next week or maybe we'll go to the next one. I don't know. Is that okay? We're going to do something though. Thank you for listening to this message from Pastor Taylor and Cornerstone Community Church. We are located in Lynchburg, Virginia at 525 Old Graves Mill Road. You can find us online at cornerstonelynchburg.com, contact us by email, cornerstonecom at comcast.net, or call us at 434-847-4796. We pray the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace.